2: What's up, D.A., permission to enter the mothership, brother? Ever heard a sports talk show like this before? Didn't think so. What's going on, Dirty? It's D.A. on CBS
3: Sports Radio. D.A.,
4: yeah, how you feeling, brother? Man, I'm
3: feeling great. I'm doing great.
4: How are you feeling, everybody, in Bogus? Well, I feel good, and I'm doing well. All right, it's Sean Morash Mraz here with bogish on the D.A. show on CBS Sports Radio on this Target Demo Friday, it's never too early to do NFL training camp, offseason, all that stuff that goes at The football wheel continues to turn, and one of the best at that is Michael Lombardi from Vison. He joins us now this morning. Mike, happy Friday to you, man. Well, thank you. Happy Friday to you guys, too. Hope all is well. Yeah, for sure. So let's just get right into what's been, I think, the story of the last two weeks Fact from fiction, I mean, is what's going on in Buffalo really about Stephon Diggs as a wide receiver looking for more say in the playbook? And if it is, I mean, at what point does this juice not be worth the squeeze for the Bills having to deal with that kind of nonsense?
3: Well, I think, look, all receivers want the ball, and they all think they want it in the frame of, you know, we can help the team. And, you know, part of the job as a coordinator is, you know, you've got a guy that people want to double, you have a guy that they know going into the game, they have to take him out of the game, and you've got to find creative ways to get him the football. And I think ultimately that's probably the rub. I mean, Diggs has always been a guy that wants the ball. You know, he had 154 targets last year. He had 164 the year before. He had 166 the year before that. So, you know, he's getting thrown the ball quite a bit. But I think when you look at it, he's got to be able to – uh have a better production in terms of catch percentage, which is a key number in football. You know, in two, three years ago, he was at 77, almost 77% in catch percentage. Last year, he was down to 70. The year before, he was really bad at 62.8%. So, you know, I think it's Dorsey's job to really demonstrate that how are they going to improve and how are they going to get them the football.
0: Does this little drama here affect what you think they're going to be during the actual season, Mike?
3: You know, that's a great question. I don't know. You know, I mean, I think this will work its way through. Uh, You know, they, they obviously know that he has to get the football and they'll get it to him. I think the bigger issue is going to be, you know, Leslie Frazier left because he wanted to call the defense. That's kind of was in his, was in his domain when he went there. And Sean McDermott wanted to take over the play calling, which he's now going to do, which caused Leslie Frazier to say, look, I'm done here. I'm leaving. And so, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Sean McDermott manages the game and calls the defensive games.
4: Michael Lombardi also the host of the GM Shuffle podcast. Mike from a, you know, a front office perspective, where do you stand on the way basically front offices seem to be unanimously viewing the running back position and second contracts and how to pay them as we have the Saquon, obviously that that extension deadline coming to an end. Dalvin Cook flat out gets released. Uh, do you think that we are almost going to reach the point where we start realizing we're completely undervaluing the position?
3: Well, I think there's just a, a completely wrong narrative out there. I mean, nobody realizes, but this year there's 10 running backs making over $10 million a year. In the last two seasons before this year, there was only three. So there's only been six running backs over the last two years before this year that were making over $10 million we've actually increased the amount of pay to go into running backs. Now, the narrative wouldn't support that because nobody does any research on actually what's getting paid. The real issue is they don't think they're getting paid enough. They're all getting paid. They just don't think they're getting paid enough. And the reason their number in the franchise isn't going higher is because running back shelf life isn't great. They don't get that second contract. They don't get that huge bump. You know, there there is a thing in economics. We've studied this in school. It's called – supply and demand and there's a lot of running backs so the supply is huge and the demand is not as great as the supply so prices come down it's just simple economics there's no agenda here like the owners have clearly given the players the formula for what gets paid this is why tight ends like you're going to hear Kyle Pitts complaining when it's time for him to redo his contract because he's really a wide receiver but he's tagged the tight end I mean, now the Chiefs have worked around this with Kelsey because he's not really a tight end either. He's a wide receiver, but they pay him like a wide receiver. So you've got to understand that. And the fall part that comes through this is sometimes guys like Kyle Pitts, like Travis Kelsey, guys that are really receivers that are putting the tight end, cat, Evan Ingram, they're getting cheated because essentially they're receivers. They're not tight ends. Running backs just get paid. I mean, look, there's 10 of them this year, and that doesn't count Cook who will get paid eventually.
0: Michael, I want to go back to what you were talking about with Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott, with Sean running the defense in Buffalo. We've got Mike McCarthy calling plays on offense in Dallas. Generally speaking, as a GM, if your head coach came to you and said, I want to do this play call, would you think that's a good idea?
3: Well, I, I would ask him, how are we going to manage the game? You know, how are we going to manage the game? Look, I think football is a game of three dimensions, right? Offense, defense, kicking game, and then the fourth dimension is the clock, which those four things kind of have to work together. And so you've got to be able to understand it. McDermott took over the play column with 13 seconds left to go in Kansas City. I mean, he took it over at that point, and that didn't work out well. <laughs> and that didn't, they didn't manage the situational game as well as they needed to. So I think, to me, it's how it's going to be aligned. For M- McCarthy, I think it's a good move because I think you've got to manage the game accordingly to your defense. I think you've got to manage the game to your offense. And I think what happened in Dallas too often is they didn't let, they just let the game become, All oh, we're just going to throw it. Let's take an example. There's 3.05 to go in the fourth quarter of the San Francisco game. Dallas is down. They need a touchdown. All right? They start to drive off. Now, everybody thinks they got to be in hurry up two minutes. They don't. They need a first down. Why? Because if they punt the ball back to the 49ers, the 49ers have the best inside the 20 punter in the league. They have the best punter. So if we get the ball back and we stop them, we may have time. We won't have timeouts, but we're going to have the ball at the nine-yard line and have to go 8-91, 91 91 yards to score to win this game. That's almost impossible. So when you start that drive, you got to start with the mindset, look, we're going to try to get a first down, and then we're going to get going. But what do they do? They throw three incomplete passes, and the next thing you know, they got a punt. Where do they get the ball? Inside the twenty? So when you have an offensive coordinator who's only interested in getting first downs and not managing the game, it becomes a problem. That's why the Kellen Moore change. That's why McCarthy's calling plays. Does it surprise you
4: that of 32 teams, the NFL can't find a single one that is basically willing to give behind-the-scenes access for hard knocks here?
3: No, I don't think it does because I think it really exposes things. You know, I think it's... The guys have lost their jobs over it. I mean, you remember when Herm Edwards was sitting there with Dick Curl trying to decide whether who was going to be a starting quarterback? Do yes. you think he ever recovered from that? Yes. I mean, it was almost comical, right? And so the theatrics for television puts the coaches in a bad light, and then the fans lose faith in the coach, right? And so I think it is a little bit of a problem, and I think you've got to be able to handle it well. You know, you're getting an inside peek on what goes on behind the scenes, and and you got to come away with that feeling like, okay, this is really good. I'm sure if we went and filmed the Pittsburgh Steelers, you would walk away saying, Mike, Mike Tomlin's a man now. He's a leader. He commands the room. But sometimes you're going to walk away saying, how did that guy get that head coaching job?
4: Yeah, <laughs> Hugh Jackson was one of those, too, when the Browns did it. That was a terrible... Of course,
3: yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, so, like, don't... You know, I, I think to me, you, you know, look, Dan Campbell, everybody fell in love with the hard kneecap, hit the kneecaps. But at some point, this is an intellectual game. This is chess on grass. How are we thinking our way through the problem?
0: You know, Michael, I was going to kind of jokingly point out that we had Joe Theismann on the show yesterday and on his own, Joe transitioned into an NBA draft preview. But then I was scrolling through your Twitter feed and you've got a Zion take on your on your feed. So you can do NBA as well with us right now?
3: Well, I mean, I love the NBA. I think it's really a, 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 a clinic on how to build a team. I think you learn a lot from everybody when you can watch other people in the draft. I've studied the NBA. I'm a huge NBA fan. I am a rehab 76er fan <laughs> that has gone to rehab multiple times because of the tremendous, complete failure of the process, which even Doc Rivers admitted that it was, and they still haven't recovered from this concept that we're going to lose, but everything's going to be okay. You know, we have no culture. And I've lived through the, the horrendous picks of faults and and Sean Bradley and all that. So yeah, I am a basketball fan.
0: So are you okay with moving on from Doc then?
3: Yeah, I mean, to me, Doc wasn't. To me, Doc's a coach that he needs veterans. He's never going to develop any young players. And so you say, well, he developed. He developed Maxi. Well, the only reason he developed Maxi is because he had to put him in the game. He didn't play Maxi the entire year until he had to at the end of the season. And and I think to me, one of the jobs of a head coach is during the season is to figure out. How do I get this team ready to play and win playoff games? How do I get, what do I need to do today? I might have to lose two or three games now to win a playoff game. And, and that was never Doc's forte. Doc wanted to roll the ball out there and let the veterans play. So you've got to have player development in all sports. I mean, you're not going to beat everybody just by the draft. I mean, this whole notion. I mean, last night you watched the Worldwide Leader. I mean, could there have been a worse coverage than you've ever seen in your life? I mean, I mean seriously, like, like nobody told us anything. I mean, it's great. Everybody got interviewed. Everybody's great. But if you want to learn about team building, you're not going to watch that program. I mean, Woj is the only guy feeding us information. And what's going on? And then the ridiculous NBA, you know, you don't even know. I mean, like this morning you wake up, Jordan Walsh says he's on the Kings, but he's really on the Celtics. Like, yeah. At some point, like when do you realize, like, this is really hurting our fan base? You know, like we're, we're having a hard time. Comp- you got to go through the scroll to just figure out who's on what team.
0: Michael, which salary cap is more complicated, NFL or NBA?
3: I, I think the NBA more. But they're going to go to the harder cap. You know, they can go over the cap. The NFL, we go over the cap, too. We have cash and cap, right? Right. So, you know, like teams like Tampa Bay, who went over the cap to win a Super Bowl, they're in cap hell now. Same with the Rams. I mean, we the Rams haven't gone down to the bottom yet. They just guaranteed Matthew Stafford's 59000000 million. They're not a good team. And they only have a few good players. They are truly the Phoenix Suns, right? The Suns have five players under contract that basically take them over the cap. They have they have the rights to twelve guys, but at the end of the day, they're never going to be able to fill the team with enough veteran with enough experience because you can't win that way in the NFL and you can't win that way in the NBA. It's kind of like a fandom. You're just doing things ridiculously, you know. And so, for me, the reason I talked about Zion Williamson is because. You know, what we fall in love with is talent. We love – oh, yeah, but the guy doesn't play. Like, you know, talent doesn't do you any good if he's sitting next to me. Like, it's not – we're not – you know, it's like never driving a luxury car. You know, remember Ferris Bueller? They never took the car out, right? So, like, you've got to be able to get the car to get somewhere. (laughs) And, well, you can't give up on talent. Well, Parcells often said, you know, once a player shows you who he is, believe him. And, like, seriously, do you really think – that after he didn't play and then he got rewarded with a contract that he's really just going to come out and play like he didn't, he might play one good year and everybody will say, see, I told you so, but then there'll be no consistency or sustainability. The great Kobe Bryant said it best. Why would I pass the ball to a guy who shows up five minutes before practice and leaves right after practice?
4: Yeah, so true. Oh, And just going back to your time in, in New England, obviously you're familiar with that organization, Mike. Uh, they had DeAndre Hopkins in uh, he did leave the building. Who knows where Hopkins is going to come out. But this seems like a weird year from a fan's perspective where the Patriots feel almost like a certainty that they are the worst of the four teams on paper in the AFC East, which is crazy to say because Bill Belichick is still coaching them. Do you think they're DeAndre Hopkins away from being able to be in the mix with those other three teams? No,
3: I don't. I don't think that's the case. I mean, if you if you study their team and break down their defense, they're really good on defense, and they've gotten better. They had a really good draft. And they've got to improve their offensive line. If you said to me last year, what was the biggest problem besides the quarterback turning the ball over and the, and the lack of offensive design, I, I, I would say the offensive line. They've got to fix that. And they can run the football. I mean, I think Dalvin Cook would be a great addition to go along with Mondo Stevenson. So if they had that, you know, they have Pierre Strong and they have Kevin Harris. But, you know, they had Damian Harris last year that kind of gave them the one-two punch. I, I think they kind of need that. Look, they're good on defense. They'll manage the game. They're really good in the kicking game. I, I would never count them out. I know the Jets are running away with it, even though they've, even though under Robert Sala's uh, regime, he's won two AFC East games. They haven't <laughs> been to the playoffs since 2010. Just so we keep this in perspective, the Jets organization, since they won the Super Bowl in 1968, has only been to the playoffs 13 times. Yeah, that's not the mark of a champion. So I think it takes you got to get good before you get great.
4: You are speaking my language around here where I'm from to my Jet fan friends, uh, Mike. Uh, Michael, thank you so much. Follow you on Twitter at Michael Lombardi NFL. Check out his work for Visen. And of course, check out the GM Shuffle Pod. Thanks so much, Mike.
3: Thanks so much, guys.
4: Take
0: care. Thanks, Michael. Sorry, Bogus, if I cut you off. Back, back to back NFL guys, easily transitioning into the NBA. How, Damn, how great is that? What's going on here? How great is that? A lot of versatility. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Lombardi. Hell, not very high on the Rogers Jets, huh? Yeah. Can I ask you a dumb question? Sure. Because maybe I missed it. Did we know about that Leslie Frazier wrinkle? Did I just not know that? That, that he was... left Buffalo? No, that he left because he didn't want he didn't want to give up play calling duties.
4: You know what? Now that you said that, that I... sounded like something I knew in real time, and now you're making me second guess. Right.
0: It was presented as I'm taking a year off. I thought it was like a like a sabbatical. Right. And he said it was because McDermott wants to call plays, and Frazier said absolutely not. That's my job. And instead of, like, I guess, full resigning or getting fired, he just went home for a year. So, admittedly, I'm a mental puddle this week of processing. Yeah. For some reason, when he said that, it was like, oh, yeah, 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 I knew that. But now that you say that, now that you're refreshing that in my brain, maybe we did not know that. Because there were things like in the aftermath of me being in Ireland for 10 yeah. days and being uh, not looking at my phone and stuff, there were things that I just straight up missed, and I thought maybe I missed into in that All window. Right. That that- so, Cap, Google that. Right. See if it's been said. If not, clip that video and, and you're put it welcome. out. And Carlos podcast that one up. And they're not Oompa Loompas in The Wizard of Oz, as we fact check yeah. throughout the show. They are munchkins, Yeah, like a Dunkin' Donuts donut hole. Exactly. That's where they came from.
4: Yes. Munchkins, which I could use a flu- few floating around the newsroom today, huh? No food anywhere.
0: You know, I'll have to worry about food in a few weeks. All right, enough. How many times are you going to do these No, he's going to eat salads only. Salads, right. baby. That's hey, right. two hours daily on SNY here in New York. You got to slim up.
4: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Right. That's right, there's the television
0: component mm-hmm. in
4: that regard. Dixie Dan did tweet an Oompa Loompa Doopity Doo, the Wicked Witch is coming for you. <laughs> Oompa Loompa Doopity Doo, I've got some
0: jeans full of poo for you. <laughs> it's a new theme song. Somebody else did ask how we missed that. How do we not miss it? The, although there was I screwed nine... that up, it was Willy Wonka. The head. Man, I let yes. that breathe, I, I let that sit there for a it while. There was a lot that happened in the
4: A20 segment, a lot. Which you'll hear in the epic fail. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. When we come back. The show's over. Target no, Demo Friday. Uh, no, not should yet. Should Damian Lillard want to stay in Portland now. And then we'll be back. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
4: I got a big Chipotle bowl. I buried a whole bag of chips. I Uh then proceeded to get a big ice cream sundae. I had a mac and cheese, a truffolini, a a chicken with cherry pepper and fresh mozzarella pie. And then I had an enormous cookie uh, with Dunkaroo dipping sauce melted inside of it. uh, And this followed the mozzarella sticks and big cold cut sandwich. I had two hamburgers with bacon. And then I had a hot dog with coleslaw and I had two pieces of corn on the cob, (laughs) and then I had three Corona lights.
2: The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio.
4: Sounds like a summer order to me, baby. It's a summer Friday here on the DA Show. Fourth of July weekend. Well, it's not even a weekend. It's midweek. It's coming up next weekend. A crisp, warm 66 degrees here. Max humidity, though. so That's impressive. Yeah. I need that pool temperature up, man. Hmm. Summer's going to be over before you know it. And we just started two days. It's like 12 Sundays till the NFL, man. It flies through. Call me. Call me. Call me. Call the body. Call the body. Call the (laughs) P. Call the P. I just thought of something very funny. Call the P. It's good. And Pete showed me how much he loved him for me this week when he cried, and I cried. So I feel comfortable saying this. Grow I up. just looked up at Pete, and I was reminded of who was the person that said this thing and asked if Pete was wearing the glasses and nose disguise.
0: Yeah, we love them too. <laughs> for whatever reason, it was a legitimate question that day. Oh, it's unreal, man. Well, it's not a disguise. That's a- the clever answer. <laughs>
4: Woo! Woo! All right fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Caserta will be in soon with his final update. He's just prepping to see who's going to go in the third round of the NBA draft tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he also just got to game three of the NBA finals. So hang on. Oh, Wait, man. Don't spoil it for him. Oh, man. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Gelato.
4: I want to say <laughs> uh, we love our viewing audience, Twitch, YouTube, and Rocky. We've had two new Twitch uh, users since the Bob's Bar show. Ooh. Shlomo with an Expos hat. <laughs> and your mom. And Ooh. I'm not doing Bob things. So congrats to them <laughs> over on Twitch. Ooh, Boy, that family continues to grow, huh? I can't believe it's been a week since Bob's Bar, too.
0: May it I rest mean, in peace. What a, what, yeah. what a week. <laughs> what a week of all weeks. So let me mute my YouTube stream here. Yeah. And
4: by the way, good thing. Today's supposed to be worse rain than
0: last week. I thought and that yesterday. And we needed
4: yesterday. the rain to wake Neil up last week.
0: <laughs> True. Thought, last night playing a baseball game that I didn't think my son was going to play because of the weather, and it did end up raining, which angered EJ, right? Didn't EJ? He was yeah. angry Tuesday that he it just didn't EJ says if rain, they say it's going to rain, it better rain. It better rain. Right. So yesterday, I actually would have agreed with him because I did not want to go anywhere last night, so we would have taken the rain out. But standing there, looking at grayish clouds, and there's a, we have a game tonight, maybe tomorrow, maybe Sunday, and there's just rain everywhere. Yeah. I thought, man, good thing that this is not Bob's Bar Weekend because that would have not worked out yeah. well. It would have stunk. Although it's it. not raining right now, it's not, which is good. Maybe I get the dogs out. Mm. Who
4: let the dogs out? Mm. Who? 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 When a baba baba da ba Hey, <laughs> One of the great. <laughs> By the way, better. I'll give me to give you three to pick. Better nineties pop. Who let the dogs out? Ugh. I, it could be early 2000, whatever the year is. The I'm a Barbie girl. <gasps> or okay. I'm blue da ba dee da ba da. Not uh, that one. That's out.
1: So it's only the first two. Yeah. Why?
4: Well, you don't and... like I'm blue da ba, dee ba no, da, da, da.
0: If I was green, I would die. If I was green, I would die. Is not that really the lyrics? Yes. Might be the lyrics, not the delivery. Might be off on both. I'm yeah. blue, da-bee-dee-da-ba-da, da ba da, da, ba, de, da ba da da-ba-dee-ba-ba-da. Ba, 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 da. Thank you?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you need more things, though, Pete? No.
4: All right. So not that one. So it's down to who let the dogs out or
0: I'm a Barbie girl
4: in the Barbie world. So here's why, why it's Barbie going to be Barbie. because in the, the movie Barbie comes- world. Pete <laughs> just got me in the car. <laughs> I on. didn't know that, how long that drop is. I forgot I sung that already on this. On the show, I'm uh,
2: a Barbie girl. So give me an answer. In the Barbie world,
4: how about none of them? You got to pick one. Well, well, I'm gonna go with Barbie
0: because the movie comes out next month. So it's and gonna, it looks good. It, and it, it looks like actually it's actually does. Yeah, yeah, it does look good. You want to go? So that song Nobody's gonna, gonna be, go. It, go it, with it, hit again. Ask Evan. Um, I can't pick who let the dogs out because the Mets lost the World Series thanks to it. And yes. I was in the Yankee clubhouse. I've told this story in the Yankee clubhouse with my little microphone, heartbroken that they just won the World Series at Shea Stadium. And those jerks stood in the circle, middle of their clubhouse, jumping up and down, spraying champagne, singing Who Knocked the Mets Out. Hmm. So that's out. Man, we don't do New York sports yet. So by default, Barbie wins. It's like when the Cardinals did it in 06, uh, uh, mocking Reyes, Jose, 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 when uh. they beat the Mets. Mets really set themselves up well for failure. The yes. song,
4: It's good. You guys need to stop talking, to Mets. That's true. Uh, well, we will. Okay, so
0: so Barbie girl, it is then. It is. Congratulations! Wow, A Barbie girl in the Barbie world. I would go blue. Now listen up.
4: Here's a story about a little guy who lived in a blue car. I'm blue. Da-be-dee-da-ba-da. Da-ba-dee-da-ba-da. Da-ba-dee-ba-ba-da. Da-ba-dee-ba-ba-da. Da-ba-da. Da-ba-dee-ba-ba-da. Da-ba-da. Da-ba-dee-ba-ba-da. Da-da. Songs used to be so much more
0: fun. Yeah. All right. Speaking
4: of fun. Hold on. I got to pull it down.
0: Uh, T.M. Lee Stanley on the really well-regarded YouTube chat points out that this is basically our Jody Max segment when somebody calls in and asks him to rank the top five fill-in-the-blank songs. You just did top three 90s pop songs. And guess what? That's Hey,
4: ladies, any man's gonna get book wild. Gotta go back and hit him up. Stop. <laughs> Man, I the last, last time. That's me, ba, na, 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 na. We're going back that's, to the 40s, so That's, that's, me, that's <laughs> me doing a 45-second read, and I realize I have five seconds left, so I speed up the end. Man, I the last time. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so, there is a team that plays basketball in Portland. I'm going to let Greg Caserta know about them. The Portland Trail Blazers. They dun, the, third, the third overall right. pick last night. Clyde
0: Drexler has left. Yep.
4: Damon the, Stoudemire. The Horn- long gone. The Hornets, perhaps, stunningly, well, not to them, they take Brandon Miller over Scoot Henderson at that number two overall spot. That was, so that that leaves was big. The Blazers in a spot. It was. Big. Where is Damian Lillard staying? Is he going? This is going to be a wild off season, But I think the Blazers are now in an excellent position because a couple things are going to... Well, unless they do something stupid. They're
5: definitely in the driver's seat. They, sh- they should
4: not, <laughs> Bogues, trade Scoot Henderson just to please Damian Lillard to get him like pieces to win now. In my opinion, if Lillard still wants out, great, trade for more assets and make this a team that you start building around Scoot Henderson and you hope that you hit a home run here. Or Lillard wants to stay with Scoot Henderson... Lillard kind of shows on the ropes, and maybe the Blazers become a very fun, good team these next two years, and who knows? Maybe kind of Scoot Henderson takes off because he doesn't have to be the guy with Lillard, and they go on and on. In no realm, shape, whatever, mm. now that the draft night has passed, breaking news, Greg. Is it? Should Scoot
0: Henderson be traded here going forward? The NBA also has dumb rules. At some point, he can't be traded for a while, right? Like, you can trade him for a little bit. Either way, no. Greg, this do you know? Bird rights. Okay. Sco- <laughs> You're just yelling. Yelling things. CBA terms yes. now. <laughs> Trade exception. <laughs> Mini mid level. Um, no, Scoot has to stay here. Scoot yeah. stays He's not going to scoot over anymore. Anyway. L- Lillard's got to go. It's time. I'll say Tube's it rushing. for him. Let's it's do it not together. Funny. As P pointed out, maybe a package, you tack on a third round pick to sweeten the deal because <laughs> you're giving somebody a big Lillard contract. Yeah. But they just it needs to be different. What did Michael Lombardi just say? About the process of yeah. going from bad to good to right. great, they haven't been bad enough yet. They gotta right. go in the other direction to then go back in the right direction. I would trade Lillard. I would tra- I would see what Miami gives you on a right. ball. Now, again, you're not gonna give them
4: away. But you now think about this. You have a foundational piece that in theory should make sure that you are a good, relevant team for the next ten years if you hit on the other pieces to build around them. It is not easy to do. There's not every draft that happens. I mean, you know, that that Zion, John Moran, with all due respect, I mean, R.J. Barrett was the third pick. Yeah. Fine player for the Knicks. That was not somebody they were going to have to build around to do it. Scoot Henderson at third overall. You didn't have to win the lottery, and you got a guy that could have been a first overall pick in other drafts.
0: Build it around him. Yeah, That's make him it. your new Lillard. That's exactly it. Mention him and Anthony Simons and the other young guys, and Shaden Sharp. Make yeah. like make those guys the core. Bring in other things with through Lillard. And then you go go north. The Portland Swamp is no longer Lillard's pad. That's it.
4: Scoot Henderson's team now. Hmm. Greg Cassert is in it. here.
5: I, I was flirting with the camera. I was told I have to show my watch. So wow. this is my watch. You got that, Carlos? It's a nice watch. Why don't you also speak into the microphone as you do that? I mean, you're yeah. wearing headphones? No, no, no. He's got nothing going on. He's no. But this is my watch. It's a TW steel. Okay. Don't know what that means. I was I told I was told that the Twitch audience wanted to see the watch. So we also
4: have watches.
5: They're in our pockets on our phones. You so mm. no longer need a watch anymore in 2023. <laughs> well, it's really more for the outfit. Complements the outfit. Yeah, we see. Nice nice sharp watch is not bad. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm wearing a watch myself, so but
2: uh, like enough. I um, Watches
5: are so
0: out. You nice, that is a nice watch. Yeah, now they see it, but I don't still don't know what I should know it's TWC. No, it's just the okay. name of the company. Right, but is it a popular one? Like, you told me Rolex, I got you. Or I don't like don't know tag Just know if you're wearing a watch out in
4: public that's not like a fitbit Apple watch, like an actual watch, people are judging you and thinking that you're too old-timey
5: now.
0: They're out well, fashionable. they could get lost. They're out fashionable.
5: So you're speaking for everybody on that one. They're out fashion, Which
0: he never does. Many of um, them. Many of At least though you've no lost the ID around your neck.
5: At least yeah, that message since got it. Yeah, I haven't done it since then. Good. Yeah, that that was one thing that you made me very self-conscious about. Which what? About the ID badge around the neck. Yeah, well, now we're getting your chest hair around your neck. Well, a little uh, brown sugar for the audience. (laughs) Brown
0: sugar! Brown sugar! Yeah!
5: Yeah! Well, on that note, the NBA draft ended firmly last night with so much to process. I mean, where to begin? New suits and a blinged-out grill on that one guy. Greg Popovich had success with number one overall picks, David Robinson and Tim Duncan. So how will they deploy seven foot five number one pick, Victor Wembenyama?
3: More than Os and X's to begin with, we'll be most interested in setting a framework uh, in an environment where he's comfortable, where he can be Victor. Uh, he's not LeBron or Tim or Kobe or anybody else. He's
5: Victor, and that's who we want him to be. Or Bob Cousy or Jerry West. They're just keep listening players. He's none of those guys. He's Victor Wembanyama. Wembanyama. Brandon Miller joins LaMelo Ball in Charlotte, and he's excited to get to work after being the Hornets' second overall pick.
3: He made me feel like a, a little brother away from home. Um, so just, I, I feel like our bond would get closer, you know, just over, the, over due to the past time, you know. Um, I feel like we're always going to be together. If, if not, I'm probably around somewhere around him.
5: Scoot Henderson slid to the Blazers at number three and he declared that he was the most NBA ready player in the draft because of his time in the G League like we just talked about Portland could still trade Damian Lillard but they held pat and didn't flip the number three pick the team that did the most pre-draft maneuvering was the Mavericks they dealt the number 10 pick and Davis Bertans to the Thunder in exchange for a trade exception. And the number 12 pick, they All then right. flipped that trade exception. I like it. To the Kings, mm-hmm. getting the 24th pick and two years left on reserve center, Rashawn Holmes' contract. Okay, Those so two home. picks. Nice. Yeah, you're cool, dude. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Derek Lively, Duke freshman center at number 12. Marquette Jr. forward, Olivier Maxence. What's his last name? Prosper. It is Prosper. Got do didn't I, well, no, cause didn't you hard No, because didn't you say Prospe before Prospe. <laughs> He said something ridiculous, and he went. I pretended I knew what I was saying. He went number twenty-four. The NBA is getting bigger, like an idiot. The NBA is getting bigger, not necessarily better, but definitely bigger.
1: I tell you, I tell you, folks, with me nothing comes easy. You know, I can't lose any weight. I tried jogging. I keep running into restaurants.
0: Your mic's off. Your, your mic's
4: dark. off. Damn, damn it. What is wrong with you? I don't Please know, get dude.
5: headphones. we Zanaboni. A, lo- is that a, a <laughs> lot. That's an insult.
4: TGIF. To Zanaboni.
5: No.
0: <laughs> no. Interesting career question, though. What is the more prominent job? Sean's seat C- at this place or Zanaboni MLS Radio? He's in his hometown. I don't know what, what the... No, he takes Zanaboni. him away from play-by-play you think so.
4: Now, now, if you're talking about the physical seats, definitely Zamboni. You don't want to sit in Sean's seat. It's not seat. A Zamboni. It <laughs> doesn't flatten the ice. It's Zanaboni. The real question I, is, who said. do you respect less? Sean.
5: Sean. That was quick. <laughs> that was really quick. I, don't, I don't even respect myself. <laughs> Bogush is, bogus is on a different different level today. Bogus came in here with like anger today. I think he's had no, it. No, I like Bogus.
4: I think time? he got the email from DA last week that DA is going to return next week. Yeah. To do shows at Bogus. Like mm. enough
0: with the, the Sean goodbye party. That was the turning point. I was on team Sean until that email. How now for me and Pete, I'm on the other side. How many shows left? How dare you make me do an F.A. and update at one o'clock now, DA. Seriously. it's <laughs> a big difference. Pay me
4: more.
5: Did I, did <laughs> I say Pete? <laughs> Get paid. <laughs> Bogus as the Devo wide receiver oh, is, totally. is, a, is a great character turn. Yeah, he's become the Stefan Diggs of the DA show this week
4: now.
0: Thank <laughs> you for thinking I was an all-pro wide receiver before today. <laughs> Even though my, my catch rate is dropping. Yeah. He, and I like when you're angry. I've told you this. I'm not angry, you, you told I'm that? actually exhausted in real that, life. <laughs> you, so you're, pu- you're punchy. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And games this weekend? Coaching this of weekend? Of course. How many? Uh Two. Okay. Tonight and then either tomorrow or Sunday, depending on how tonight goes, weather permitting. Weather so permitting fair. as well. Oh, yeah,
5: we're, we're we're gonna get uh, dumped on this weekend, yeah. right? Good times. Right. Cool. With rain. Yes. Uh, Brad Stevens had some splaining <laughs> to do about the big trade that got them Kristaps Porzingis, but lost them Marcus Smart, Porzingis? the former Defensive Player of the Year. So you and... got a
0: handle on Porzingis pronunciation because it happened eight years ago. Yeah. Okay.
3: Kristaps yeah, the... Porzingis.
5: Yeah. The yeah. last <laughs> M- the last NBA Finals I watched was. 2016, LeBron and the Cavs beating the Warriors. Oh, so wow. So it's been a six year hiatus. Welcome back. Yeah, it's good. Chris um, with
3: Porzingis.
5: <laughs> the former Defensive Player of the Year and three time Hustle Award winner is now a Memphis Grizzly. After nine years with the Celtics, here's Stevens talking this morning as he gets ready for day two of the draft.
1: Thought of so fondly here <laughs> for any number of reasons. Obviously, everybody loved the way that he played plays and how hard he plays but also his work in the community and um you know we're all really grateful to have had marcus in our life for as long as we've had and you know uh, and you know are sad to see him go but know that he's going to have a huge impact on that really good memphis team
4: yeah i'm going to put that in my testimonials when i leave a team that was horrible yeah it's no such thing as even stevens with him huh i like that
2: it's not funny I thought that was a little harsh. I thought that was okay. It
0: was much cooler when you (laughs) signed off the show at eight forty (laughs) five. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You (laughs) wish me a
5: happy Friday at eight thirty. I was like all right. You would have been Brad We Did. Mm. Mmm. Can never go out on top, could you? You have any more? We got to talk about them a Friday. No, I do. Uh, Former LSU coach Les Miles may no longer be eligible for the College Football Hall of Fame after this score for the College Football Hall of Fame. Stop it! I'm reading. Just end the update. See you later. No, no, no! I want to hear this. I'm talent. I'm reading. LSU had to vacate 37 wins as part of NCAA penalties that were handed out yesterday. Now, they self-imposed the penalty to cover victories from 2012 to 2015 because of recruiting violations stemming from impermissible benefits paid to the father of a former player by a now former booster. Finally, one swing from Tommy White lifted LSU baseball into the College World Series finals.
1: Here's Tommy White, the RBI leader for the Bengals. And the first pitch is swung on, hit deep, left field. Did he just send him to the championship series? Yes, sir!
5: John Bishop, Westwood, won. That ended it in the 10th inning as the Tigers outlasted Wake Forest 2-0. LSU and Florida start their best-of-three series in Omaha tomorrow night to crown a winner. Nebraska, Nebraska. <laughs> Thank you so much, I hope somebody beats you with a tuba someday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the last day. TV (laughs) might.
5: That's the last day.
0: Yeah. That's a big cartoon thing, like dumping a tuba on someone's head. (laughs) Is that physically possible? It would take some real brass balls. (laughs) Yes.
2: That one's good. No, that one's good.
4: All right. When we come back at Target Demo Friday, (laughs) it's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio.
2: It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the Target demo are up to. All right.
4: How about on my Instagram? uh, Kenny Brock calls me a sellout. Hashtag Target Demo
0: Friday. Hey, Kenny. Kirill Kaprizov's son. Take a sip of that. Thanks, Kenny. What do we decide GM stands for? Good morning? Good morning, Sean and Andrew listening via the CBS Sports app on the road in Northern Virginia looking for glorious splat. This is from our new friend, our good friend Steven Severna Park. No hate, all love for our dictator. Sean, I'm looking forward to seeing you on Twitch when you can.
4: (laughs) Austin Matthews? Yeah, he was eight. But on Monday night... He was great. Yep. Uh, that cynical bastard Instagram's in. I'm in Southern California, Floor Layers Union, local 1247. From one hard hat guy to another. We're going to miss you. I leave for work at 4.30 a.m. West Coast time and fire up the Odyssey app and rewind the show to the beginning. The show's become a part of my morning routine just as much as my coffee. Appreciate the laughs and absurdity over the years. It really does help me get ready for the hard day at work that I'm about to start. They've got the power. Power. dum dun 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 Dun, dun, dun. they got the power 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 let's
0: just let the album cut a uh, kid in tuscaloosa at needs a role model listening on odyssey app and i in tuscaloosa through your inspiration i work hard for good sat scores acquire writing skills wear sweatpants to work understand joseph mary adam and eve are the same people in my faith etc i will only hate you for missing future knowledge
4: i don't want to close my eyes i don't want to fall asleep because i miss you baby and i don't want to miss a thing Thanks. <laughs> Paul tweets, uh, Instagrams in YouTube watcher seven to ten a.m. and I'm mad because the DA show is the only sports radio show I tune into. Chemistry is everything. I don't understand from going from national to local, but I wish you the best. Unless you're a guest on DA, I will never hear your pearls of wisdom again. And then just real quickly to close that Instagram, a New York listener writes, "This sucks about me coming." So S A T U R D D A Y night. S A T U R D A Y night
0: what's up fellas sparks here from the youtube chat by the way the 330 the 330 the 330 however the cool kids say it nobody hates you miraz we all will miss you nothing but the best of wishes my guy go kill it hashtag i don't want to miss a thing hashtag that's what's in hashtag take a sip of that finish
4: the damn game mariana Marina, mariana 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 your mommy, yeah, but what's on She tweets in, Hi, Sean! And Vogue's. I was exclamation, I guess, because she wants to call me Sean here now. Richmond here, I don't hate you. I'm just disappointed. Just kidding. I will forever lament missing the last Bob show with you, but as Giants, we don't know that, by the way. But as a Giants fan,
0: stoked you were going to work with Tiki. Love you. Thanks, French onion my- dip with bacon, but with dipsy doodles. GoPuff tweets, we've got all your summer essentials plus your summer non-essentials. Get $100 off with code WELCOME1010. Okay. <laughs> no, that's one of those stupid ads in the middle of Twitter th- feeds ooh. now. Ooh. Oh, that's ridiculous. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh,
4: Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs>
5: Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. All right, all right, all right. Oh. Idaho
4: Pickster ooh. tweets in. <laughs> Take target demo Friday. Listening in Boise on 95.3 The Ticket. When I think of Marez leaving, I just imagine him dry heaving after the Belch and the Bossa, and all is even. Love ya. All right. Thank it's you. a hot candy. Thank you for your target demos. We'll try to get some of those. I see Kristen and Buffalo. We'll try to get some at the back end here, but we need to get in your epic fail that like Carlos with a K worked hard on. It was the chaos of the bottom of the 8 a.m. Eastern hour. Here it is, your epic fail.
2: Even the D.A.
1: show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic feel.
4: So before Kansas was really overly populated, <laughs> Dorothy lived there. Right.
0: right. Oh, Early Kansas.
4: Well, think about when the Wizard of Oz came out. I mean, Kansas, I mean, let's be honest, it wasn't as popular as it was now. Pete Mundo wasn't there yet. Yeah. So, and right, does anybody remember Christian Brown showing up to the NBA draft dressed as the the the, the, the pooch next to Dorothy? What was the name? Toto? He should have. Is it Toto or Dodo? You were right the first time. Toto.
5: You're
2: And the second.
4: sounding Toto's the like dog. A dodo. You're the dodo. Toto. And then there was what? There was the lion. Harold the lion. There was the tin man who needed the oil. Yep. And hold on. I'm going to get the other get one. Everybody be quiet.
0: <sighs> Let it work.
4: Uh, one, uh, uh, was it a monkey that flew? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's like uh the guy who does the brown. Is it Pumpkinhead, the Browns guy? Is that where they got it from? Pumpkinhead, the Browns guy. Wait where they wait. got it <laughs> from? <Inchabod laughs> exactly they? right. Inchabod, like that thing. Recap. Recap. Kramer. Wait, wait. Oh, the, the thing, the thing on the stick, the thing on the stick. A kebab? Yeah. The thing on Are the. Are you helping stick? him, all those? You
0: Leave.
5: Oh, I'm <laughs> stretching. Oh. This
0: is not.
4: Help them. Scarecrow! I... Scarecrow! Scarecrow! God! Scarecrow? Okay. Tin Man. Right. Cowardly Lion. Mm-hmm. And the monkey Flying Monkey. Mm-hmm. Dorothy Toto. Yellow Brick Road. Oopaloopas. The wizard. <laughs> Nailed it. It's the wizard of us!
0: And for anybody who, well it doesn't matter anymore, but on, until July 17th, the game is <laughs> you stop talking, <laughs> you sit back. You don't look at him. You give him no hints, no signs. To be no, fair, no, you Carlos direct. stood. That
4: happened. Carlos stood with his arms out and his hands pointed down. That could have been him telling me it was the scarecrow, or him not realizing he didn't have three sound check clips in the system.
5: Oh,
2: the monkey needed courage.
4: Lion feels like he's asking a lot.
3: Come
2: on, give it to me. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail.
4: Oh, oh, boy. Turn my thing on. Kristen in Buffalo listening via YouTube. Fii, my husband first got me into the show using you as bait. Ooh. Hey, hey. I didn't follow sports, so he sold the show to me as there's a big dumb guy. They talk about food and make fun of him. It's been four <laughs> years and more fun than I could have imagined, so thank you. Well, How about that? Kristen got into this not as a sports fan. Uh, or the big dumb do, guy. No. <laughs> Eric in Sencal's. Says, uh, watching on Twitch from Jerusalem, Judea, Roman Empire. I am completely support you, Sean, in your move to WFN. Get on those silver coins, my friend. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Is that right? Yeah, how about that? Really? I am fat! Interesting. Mark. App goes far. Mark Benefits tweets in. Splendid Friday morning from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Listening on the Odyssey app. We all remember where we were during the memorable times in history. I know where I was when I heard the news Wednesday. Congrats, Sean. Hashtag put Boomer in his place. I like that. Thank you. That means a lot. Uh, And seriously, this has been, I guess, an overly emotional week here on the DA show. So a certain wild week. But hey, we still got a couple more weeks of fun to go here. But thank you, everybody who's reached out with the kind wishes. Let's make the next couple of weeks the best freaking weeks we can have on the DA show. Thank you to Pete the Body, your executive uh, producer, Wheels of Steel guy. Thanks to Carlos with the your executive producer, Non the Wheels of Steel guy. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Andrew Kaplan, spinning the ones and twos. Thanks for Greg for paying attention to the NBA draft. Thank you, Bogey. We'll see you, baby. Have a good weekend. The mothership disconnects. I am very loose.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy